You are listening to the PHP Ugly Podcast. And despite what the title may lead you to believe, this is a podcast about the joys and challenges of being a professional PHP developer. Your hosts are three passionate developers who make a living coding and who live stream every week to discuss coding, projects, work, tech, and running a business. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Van Johnson, John Congdon, and Tom Rideout. It's April 20th, 2023. You're listening to episode 332 of the PHP Ugly Podcast, a weekly podcast focused on PHP, its surrounding community, and general tech. I'm your host, Eric Van Johnson, and on this podcast, we talk about everything from running a business that's dependent on the PHP programming language to coding to whatever else happens to kind of come to mind at the time. We, we are able to do this, and we do it live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Pacific Coast time on a channel near you, all the YouTubes and Twitch, Twitches and all that. But it's made possible by some support from sponsors, HoneyBadger.io and PHP Store, and from... Our supporters on Patreon. Wow. You're unforgettable, Patreon supporters. Believe me. We got a good show for you tonight. We got some internal news. Come here. Come here for a second. We got drama. Well, I mean, if you listen to the show at all, we're going to try to make some drama from the PHP internal news. We'll, We'll see how that goes when we get there. But until then, let me bring in my fellow comrades of coding, John Congdon. You said every Thursday, but I know every Thursday we're going to miss coming up. And Tom, right out. Happy 420, everybody. Hey, I wrote that down. I got to scratch that off my list now. Maybe that's why I'm high. What? (laughs) Man, my camera's still dark. Munching during the show. That would be bad. Gentlemen, what? Gentlemen, start your engines. We have things to discuss, but before we can get to those things, let's get through our week. Tom, let's start with you. How was your week? Oh, had a good week. Had a had a housewarming party finally after getting everything moved in and cleaned up a dozen times. And, finally got uh, rid of the snow. Finally, actually got rid of the snow. It was a very nice day. Uh, uh, about 30 people showed up. It was Did you get uh, the warming joke. No. <laughs> so good week. And then, uh, and then lots of work back to work. Lots of work. Get ready for multiple trips out of town. Yes. yes. How about you, John? How was your week? Uh, it was good. I am back tonight. Got here kind of late because baseball night where, I'm coming back from a 19 to zero game. I, uh, yeah, I, 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 hope, I hope you were I, on the good side of that one. I, I was, I was on the zero side of that. Damn it! <laughs> this is like, like minor league, like double. I've got to stop betting on your baseball game, Sean. <laughs> Cost me Nin- nineteen to zero. This is little league. Pitch, you, you don't, pitch you don't make your players. Don't make them cry enough, John. You got to make my, them cry. My kid cried. I made him cry, and I still lost 19 to 0. Literally, I was, yeah, was going to guess a lot of kids cried. cried at that one. 
No, not because of the loss. Pitch your players. <laughs> I I played against a guy who I guess uh, everyone says he's like super competitive. He pitched the same kid four innings straight. He's like this kid. He he's a beast at the plate. So yeah, if I was in a competitive league, if I was mm-hmm. if I had him in travel ball, of course that's what you do. But it's little league for crying out loud. You don't need to pitch him so much. Listen, there's no little but in little league, John. I, I have kids that can't throw from the pitcher's mound to the plate, right? And I still let them pitch. So I think it was problem. Yeah. So but, I'm not I'm not like moneyball <laughs> or anything on this, but. <laughs> No, he did fine. He he got a he got at least one strike thrown in there, which was great. Uh, but I I told the kids that can't pitch. I'm, I want everyone to have a chance. And after you walk a few players, I'll pull you out and put somebody else in. And that's I not did, humiliating. No, it's not. It's fine. It's fine. Did he cry? Anyway, I lost my yeah. The the first kid cried. He, he was not happy. Oh, I interrupted you. I'm sorry. You know, no. I was doing my little. Jabs on you. No, Do you guys fine. have the mercy rule? Yes. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> but, but we kept playing anyway. Oh, okay. Uh, you, you have, you have that. I, I, again, <laughs> that was a good call on your part there, John. But you know, yeah, it's talking about it, it was competitive. The guy, the other, the other coaches, but John's out there. No mercy. No. <laughs> Sweep the <laughs> leg. It, just play. Just let them have fun. It was. It was. It, it was the last inning. It was like, let them play one last inning. Let them. Try and field the ball or something. We all know they don't have many years of playing baseball in them, so let's (laughs) (laughs) keep it going. (laughs) Get some in there. Um, Let's see. The rest of the week, uh, we did the Magazine Club uh, today with the group of developers. I'm telling you, that is a good like 30 to 45-minute meeting every couple weeks. Pick an article out of a magazine, get to talk about it in depth, we talked about the FFI article that we recently published. I love that article. I have, I'm telling you, probably one of the smartest guys on this team. He, I, I just can't do it. Like he, he takes on things and it's crazy, but he tried using FFI for a few things and kept running into roadblocks. Even mm-hmm. like he said for something like what the article suggests with duck DB, it's great. It's got a single uh, SO file, a C library file, and makes it very easy. But with what he was trying to do, it had more dependencies, and it just, he said he just couldn't get it working for what he was First trying off, to do. Let me just say Magazine Club. I, I, I love the name. I love that better than the whole book club you guys were using <laughs> before. Are you guys always using the PHP Architect magazine? Yep, yeah, it, we we have we have been for months now. Cool, yeah, plenty cool. of content there. It's it's been yeah. good. Yeah, <laughs> and then it's just been a stressful week. We got the magazine out finally, the, the one that we are giving away if you come to PHP Tech, which is coming up way too fast. Why are we? Why do you keep telling this them this stuff? Come on. You better hope we oh. get it in time. I know. We'll get it in time. <laughs> so nothing nothing else this week? Nothing notable? No, like, my, small, uh, no small local events with a gathering of PHP developers? Nah, no. Nothing I can remember. 
Well, you know, if, it, if it was, it's pretty uneventful. No, no meetups. Because I saw <laughs> well, a meetup. Wait a minute. Is that why we were all there that day? Oh, <laughs> you thought I just dragged you there? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Had a meetup with Frank talking about uh, a rules engine, it, and the presentation was good. Our streaming of it was not good. But what we learn, that's why we're doing it, to learn. Right. And we learn. We think we learned. We hope we learned. We hope we learned. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh yeah. What's that? No, yeah, my week was fun. I was gonna ask you, but you didn't bring up Discord, by the way, in your intro. So what what, what how do you get to Discord? I forget. Yeah. I'll I was I will let you talk about that in your your week. Because I know how important that is to you, Eric. How was your week? You know, I I totally flubbed that uh, intro. I was so excited <laughs> to get to my drama comments, and I didn't bring up Discord. Damn, it was going good until then. My week is going pretty good. Um, I haven't gotten, haven't made a lot of progress on the client project I need to be working on, but I feel like I can. Kind of, I'm hoping I can knock that stuff out pretty quick. I did kind of wrap up the other kind of secret project I was working on, and I like everybody it too. seems happy with that. I, I I was I was happy. I was okay with it. Yeah. So we have that piece done. I got <sighs> John and I meant some quite a few goals with. PH, the PHP Tech Conference that just really feels good to have done and, you know, takes a lot of stress off of us. Champ, enter Discord at discord.phpugly.com. If you would like to be part of the live show, that's how you do it. Just pop in there. Champ in our Discord help relieve some more stress from me today by um, letting us know that, you know, they're going to He's going to take the all of our equipment from the secret, super secret location it's currently at to the venue and pick it up and store it for us for the 2024 tech. Wow, uh, that That's really very, feels good. Very generous. That is yes, yeah, very probably very probably of more value than the collected entirety of our Patreon. Yeah. So uh so yeah, I mean a lot of a lot of stress is reducing and just in time for more stress to pile on. Uh that's always fun. Uh we got we got the t shirts ordered for tech, which was really something that was kind of gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this. The the next thing are the signs. I, I, I wanna get the signs ordered, or the banners ordered, you know, all that. But uh yeah yeah it's going pretty well pretty doggone well yeah <clears throat> we we have lanyards being ordered like all the stuff that goes into a conference is like we're coming down to crunch time and we mm-hmm. have to make it work yeah have to make uh, it work so somebody in discord is saying they can barely see you or i i know why you can't see me and it's not on purpose so i just my iPad is dead and trying to get to the back of my camera is a pain in the butt. Um, Eric does not look dark to me. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I look actually washed out a little bit. 
little little pay a little jaundice today. I mean, so I do have these. uh, I have tabs on all my browsers now to something called blackscreen.app. And as you can imagine, it's a black screen. <laughs> because it, it keeps reflecting in my eyes and it distracts me. So I, I, I've started having these black screens up. What's funny is today, I'm like, I should create a black screen app and just open source it. That would be funny because I'm sure whoever did this just has a background set to black and, and you know, that's it. And I, I did a view source. No, there, there, there's a whole who they are, what that that is. It's all written in black, so you don't see it on the screen. In the link to the repo, if you if you want to contribute, <laughs> what is the app? That, why is there an app to install? Oh, I don't get that. It turns yeah, your in, whole screen black. Yeah, in the in the browser, <clears throat> when you go there, it's like install this app. Oh, I think Chrome wants to do that for everything now. Like every website you go to, I feel like Chrome wants to install the app. Not everything. That's a it's a special oh. meta tag. Yeah, look at mm. that. It's now an app, and you are really dark, John. Don't you, dark, John? Oh God, John, don't you use it? Holy smokes! <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will work on that. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah. So what? What? What's? It, what else is going on? Anything else we want to talk about? Is it going to be a short show today? I feel like it's going to be a short show. Uh, you brought up some drama. I want to hear what this drama is. We had oh. a lot of drama last week. We should talk about the drama. Um, see, do we want to talk about that now, or do we want to do we want to just make the listeners wait a little while? I mean, I'm fine with making the listeners wait, especially uh, it's important. John's here. John, John needs to be here for the drama. Let me make sure John's here. Well, have you followed any of the Twitter stuff this week? Because it's a, it's a real classic. Oh, really? No, I haven't. Yeah. Uh, so Twitter was doing this whole thing. Much better, John. They're getting rid of all the legacy blue check marks. They're putting everyone into uh, in a, into the paid tier. You have to pay to get your legacy blue or whatever. Mm-hmm. And some notable figures had said, you know, I am not paying for this stupid thing. To which Elon Musk said, "Well, you don't have to. You're you're going to get it for free." And uh, they said, "No, thank you. I still don't want it." Well, that went live today, and uh, a bunch of people who don't want it have it. <laughs> what what is what is it? I, I I'm so out of the loop. Paying on paying now. for the blue check mark, the legacy blue check mark. Oh. Uh, which so, I think it's like it's it's as a person of interest or as a company, it's like a thousand bucks. It's some ridiculous amount for the like legacy verified account. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when people asked him like, "Hey, why does LeBron James still have the legacy blue check mark?" Because he said he didn't want it. Elon Musk replied that he was paying for it himself. <laughs> so All right. weird move. Uh, also, his rocket ship blew up. Oh, I did hear about this. Yes, yeah. no one was harmed. I heard, I heard it blew up in like spectacular fashion as well. Like, did some spins or something. Yeah, yeah. It was it was all right. I mean, they said you know classic classic I'm, aerospace I'm sorry. stuff. I'm sorry, Tom. 
real fast. John, what did you do? You were looking good there for a moment. And then you went black again. There you mm-hmm. go. Mm. Somebody told me to install a black app and I had it in. <clears throat> okay. Sorry. Sorry, Tom. Please continue. I was trying to get rid of the, the reflection off my glasses. So the, the response from the uh, SpaceX team was, hey, just getting off the ground was, was all we were looking to achieve for this one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, yeah, I, I guess no one died, so I can believe you on that one. But... Hopefully but millions of dollars better. just to get off the ground. Like, I understand when you fail, you learn. Like, there's a learning aspect of it. But it almost like they went into it with that, like, eh, who cares? If it blows up, it blows up. There is a lot of speculation on the internet that Elon Musk personally rushed the launch date so that it could be on 420, because that's funny. And that the reason for the failure was that the the launch date was rushed. Interesting theory. But, I mean, the whole, you know, Twitter just in general is a total dumpster fire. It's, it's, so, it's so fantastic to watch. I tell you, man, I, I'm, I'm pretty much, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm making Mastodon a first-class citizen for my social networking. And I've even been considering turning off the cross-posting because the big reason I had cross-posting on was for the PHP architect, architect stuff. But the social network tool that we use now has posting to Mastodon. The issue with it is I can't, I can't repeat posts to Mastodon. So, so on Twitter, you can say, okay, you know, send this tweet out every uh, once a month or, or whatever. And it's, it's very useful for certain tweets. So like for the tech stuff coming up, you know, you can schedule stuff to go out <clears throat> several times and you can't do that with Mastodon. So really? with cross posting. Yeah. I don't know why that is. I, hmm. it, it, it's boggling. You know, they, they did just introduce it. So I'm hoping they're building up to it. Uh, and maybe when they do, I'll turn off all the cross posting everywhere. Cause I, I like not having the cross posting because then I can re- there there are a lot of people in the community who would rather be referenced on their Mastodon handle and I can do that on Mastodon and then reference them on their Twitter handle on Twitter and everything links correctly. Um that's one of the reasons why I really like using it. Uh but yeah. Um can yeah. you Instead of repeating, can you just schedule the same one? Like, just schedule it to go out on these days. Yeah, but I mean, you'd have to you'd have to do it. Yeah, you you'd have to create however many you want to repeat. Yeah, but I think you could do it. Um, import it via like a CSV file. Oh it's- shit, John! That's a great idea. That is a very good idea, John. Every once in a while. I might have to do that. <clears throat> I might have to do that. Because the thing, I, I actually don't like the repeat. Because the repeat repeats on you know however many intervals you want to repeat it on, like days, weeks, months. But it repeats it on the, at the same time every, every time. Mm. I'm like, sometimes I want, 
I want to do one post in the morning, one post in the afternoon, and one post late at night for for people in other places of the world. Mm-hmm. And what you just said would actually solve all of that. So I guess I, I think, should start doing that. I think the nice thing about the Twitter when you do the repeat is any analytics, it's following that post no matter when it's shown versus mm. analytics per post. Mm. I think I, I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think that's the reasoning behind it. Well, and, and, yeah, I think you're right because you also have the option of re, of uh, deleting the previous post, and it, and it says you won't lose your analytics. I don't know if right. it's saying you won't lose <clears throat> your anal- analytics on the previous post or what, but yeah. Now, one thing that is cool about it, and I don't know why I'm going on so much about this, but I guess. I haven't really talked to John about it yet is, you know, how on Twitter, Oh, we can talk about that actually on on Twitter. um, They started limiting you to, you can only, you can only post to one Twitter handle at a time where you used to be able to post to like multiple. So we'd post to, it it was, I did a lot as, as Diego dev, I would post to Diego dev, Diego labs, which was like, you know, this idea I had for an open source version of Diego dev and, post it to my handle, but you couldn't do that. You can only post to one, to this day, only one Twitter handle, and uh, Mastodon isn't like that. So, like, our meetups, I can post to SDPHP and, you know, whatever other handles I want to post to, which is is a nice kind of feature to have. But along that same lines, man, have we been getting in the notifications of, oh, hey, by the way, uh, if you want to continue using Twitter, you're going to have to sign up for a premium account. Now, fortunately, we're on a premium account on everything that I've gotten an email on that, which is our our social networking tool and uh, Zapier. Zapier sent one out today, so it's like it's like people are quickly starting to cut. Which I in my head, I'm thinking it's not going to hurt Twitter, like. If these companies can't offer Twitter on their free tier, then fewer people are going to sign up and post. And I don't know, I don't understand the whole thing. I, I understand, I understand why they're why they're putting every, everybody on a premium because uh, we talked about it in the past uh, a couple of weeks ago how Twitter is now charging to use their APIs. It's no longer just free and open like they were. It actually gets a little worse than that. Um, Microsoft announced that starting April 25th, uh, smart campaigns with multi-platform will no longer support Twitter. So Microsoft's advertising platform is just dropping functionality with Twitter completely because apparently because of the API cost. And Elon Musk tweeted that they they farmed out all of the intelligence behind Twitter's algorithm and stole it and left. And so he's going to sue Microsoft. And I, I just, I'm just so happy to see this, just this total dumpster fire. But like yeah. I told you, my week has been clearing up log files, digging through our log system, cleaning things up, getting things running smoothly and boy, there's just something I wish I had. Honey Badger. 
Monitoring, like web development, can be complicated. There are, t- there are tons of tools, techniques, but you just want to know that your app is up and that your customers are happy. When your customers encounter a problem, you need clear, actionable intelligence, not walls of charts and, re- and reams of logs to tail. That's why we built Honey Badger, the monitoring tool you always wanted. A tool that's there when you need it and gets out of your way when you don't, so that you can keep shipping. It knows when critical errors occur and which customers are affected, responds instantly when your systems go down, improves the health of your systems over time, and fixes problems before your customers can even report them. Honey Badger is the application health monitoring tool built for you, the developer who cares about quality products and happy customers. Start monitoring today at honeybadger.io. Honey Badger is free for small teams and setup takes as little as five minutes. Once again, that's honeybadger.io. Thanks, Honey Badger. Thanks, Honey Badger. Thank you, Honey Badger. You're muted. That is our sponsor, <laughs> Honey Badger, by the way. I don't want to not disclose when we're reading a sponsor. One of our sponsors. One of, One our, of sponsors. our sponsors. Yes. Yeah. Hey, I just I just noticed a little eyeball thing in Restream here. It says we have a few people in on YouTube watching us. If you're watching right now, comment so we know who you are. Say hi. Promise we won't bite. Just I mean, dox, dox yourself. Might. Bite all the time. It's not doxing. Don't, don't give us your address or personal. <laughs> Just say hi. It's okay. Uh, this is a welcoming place. How do you how do you see where people are? I just see like just all the viewers hover that over the eyeball. Hover, hover over the, it. the ones of viewers we have. Oh, hover well, over. I wasn't going to disclose the number. You don't, have to, <laughs> you don't have to share that part. This is this is times a thousand, right? We have seven thousand. <laughs> yeah, it's a little. I, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't see the K after it. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We only have like three watt people watching, but they're watching us on all the platforms. So that kind of artificially inflates the number. That that's how it works. <laughs> that's how it that's works. smart. Oh, this seems somewhat threatening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Discord user <laughs> Showcom's current wife <laughs> da, da, da! Has, has stated that she is is watching on YouTube, <laughs> presumably collecting evidence. <laughs> To be used at a later court date. Um, yeah, that's it exactly. So we've been talking about tech and how busy we've been with that. We've actually been. Have we? We have. We have. I don't been. think that's come up in the last couple episodes. No, not not, not enough. That's for sure. Uh, hotel rooms are becoming an issue. Big time. Uh, if you want to attend and you need a room, you can try contacting me. I may have one or two held for a company that doesn't need them. And before I release them back to the hotel, I can release them to you. So if you need one, hit me up, john at phparch.com. And I'll see what I can do. No promises, but we will see. There is a youth hostel just down the street. I'm I'm kind of scared how you know that, Tom. (laughs) Maybe you know, though. I've I've been considering like do you like do you should we or like is it stupid to email like hey is anybody looking to 
share a room, you know, to reduce costs. Not that we need that's to. Cr- that's creepy. Yeah, you might end up with people who that. like. You might end up with people who initially think it's a great idea, that but then like a week later realize it's a terrible idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and have them pull out suddenly. It just don't know if it'd be great. I'm gonna veto that one, John. That's a hard veto for me. That veto oh, power. It's not a sanctioned thing, but if you talk to people that have rooms that may want to sh- save money, you can possibly make something happen. That's true. All right. Let's talk internals. Let's talk drama. Hold on. I'm going to get a beer for this one. Okay, hurry up. I got, I, 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 I got time. Got it. Wait. I thought <laughs> you weren't drinking anymore. What, what happened? I'm drinking very lightly. That's how it starts. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not using the heavy mug. I'm just using the light mug. Yeah. I, I'm. I'm on a, a drinking hiatus until tech. Really? Why, yeah, you never explained that to me. Why? Why are you on a drinking hiatus until tech? Just need to get into shape. I worked out for the first time the other day, and man, am I sore! Oh, my legs are killing <laughs> you're, you're, me. You're a month out. Yeah, now's the time to get in shape, John. That's- well, it's not. No, I, it, let me be clear. It's not to be in shape for tech. I'm on a 10-week hiatus with a one-week for tech pass. Is how it works. Okay. Yeah. It's, okay. He just doesn't I, He doesn't want to get that shipment of T-shirts in, and they're all – it's you know 200 child's mediums. <laughs> and just start handing those out in the gift bags. Yeah, it's for uh, you know your kids at home who attended PHP tech. No. It, I <laughs> – I, I am fortunate enough to get to go to Hawaii in ten weeks, and when will you like, tell me about this, John? I have told you, you, you just don't listen know? to me. You don't I, listen I don't. to me. That's why. Don't, uh, don't no, so I get to do that, and I figured, you know, a little bit better shape would be nice. Question about the dogs: Are the dogs going to Hawaii? What do you think? That's a silly question. No. Oh, of course, no. Of course not. Although I am hoping I get to fly in Hawaii. That'll be awesome. I am taking, planning currently to take my gear with me. That, what? That seems what like a what? lot of gear for a flight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that won't count as carry-on, John. <laughs> yeah, point being. I mean, okay, serious question, though. <sighs> if you tried to bring a parachute on as a carry-on, do you think they'd let you? <laughs> Or would you get pulled into some room where they're just like, we don't know, we don't know what you're planning, but no, like no. Are you going to be using this, DB Cooper? We'll check it for you. We'll put it in the back, but you're not wearing that onto the plane. That is a fantastic question. You will let us know, I'm sure. But I don't have a pair. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if I can't stir up some drama. Sounds like us. Let's do it. If you've been following the show, you know my love with PHP release managers. And, so much uh, so that you tried to be one. Yes, yes. Um, the voting for the PHP release manif- managers, plural, there ends up being three, a veteran and two new people. Uh for 8.3 has concluded. And this is the interesting part. So let's check this out. There were three people in the running. Mind you, one of them happened to be named Eric. 
the way the way the voting happens is you vote for your first, second, and third preference. So uh, you, you could vote. You vote three times, I think, and you. Oh no, maybe you vote once. I don't know. They vote for their first, second, and third preference. So I, I guess everybody just votes once for their first, second, and third preference, right? And um, you know, as you can see. Uh, didn't start too well for the first two guys. Uh, E-Man is, is our man, Eric Mann, uh, PHP architect contributor, I may add. Uh, C. Buckley. Um, they started off slow. Uh, second round, um, well, Buckley picked up some steam. So uh, you had four here for Eric in the first round, zero for Buckley. Uh, and in 20 the second, for Jay Zelenka. Yeah, Jason. Yeah, he he ran away with it, or they ran away with it. I don't know. I don't know them that well. Second round, so four for Eric, uh, zero for Buckley. Second round, fourteen for Buckley, six for Eric. So that's really the the PHP internals basically saying, yeah, these are the two people we want as release managers. The majority of the people voted for uh, the one in the first round and then the other one in the second round. And then in the third round, of course, everybody had to use up all their votes and uh, Eric uh, Eric got, came away with 13. So Eric, Eric ends up with 13, 6, that's 19. And what was it for? 23. And Buckley ends up with 9, 14. Be the same for all of them? Yeah. So yeah, I was going to say, they're all going to end up with the same total so what do you think happened i think Zelenka for some reason got pushed out no there's actually a very interesting twist it's like gerrymandering see they 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 they've they fixed the election again and this time eric mann was on the inside the way voting works, and I'm just kidding. Obviously, they didn't fix it. I'm just being a dick. The way voting works for PHP internals is it's a tiered voting system. So you get so many points for first pick votes, so many points for second pick votes, and so many points for third pick votes. I assume it's 3-2-1. Uh, so if you do the math as 3-2-1, Eric Mann wins. And... In fact, Eric Mann did indeed win. Eric Mann is uh, the one of the release managers for eight point three now. How? Which it, it's got to suck for Buckley because how, is, uh, how know, does that work? You know, uh, you know, you know, Buckley. Uh, Buckley was uh, thinking that, that uh, you know he ha- he had this one, but uh, no, that's not how that's not how it works. Here, let me um. Let me share that that tab with you guys now, um, so you know I'm not BSing you. So these are your official PHP 8.3 release managers, and then your veteran is uh, this person. I'm not going to try to Pierrick. Pierrick, how do you say that? Pierrick. Pierrick. Sharon. Yeah. So yeah, uh, we can go back to that. See, I should I should have just shared. I should have just let me let me do it this way because I keep I, I want to go back and forth and I thought it was going to be cute and it was a mistake. Let me just share my this browser over here. Uh, this browser, okay. 
Uh, are you yeah. saying because because he had the four in the first because, place? Right, because he had four in first place. So let, let's assume these are three points, right? So he has, he has 12 points here. Buckley ends up with zero. Okay, let's assume these are two points, right? Buckley has 28. Eric gets another 12, right? right. So where's he at? We said it, this was a... Uh, yeah, 24. So we got... We got uh, 24 here and uh, so it, 28. 24-28. So in the right. third round, everybody gets one. So 13 and nine. And do the math and Eric wins. That's interesting. That's some Florida math. But no, that would be a tie. 37-37. Uh, well, I don't know if I have those tiers right either. I, I'm just I, I'm just guessing at the right. Yeah, I, I, like I don't 10, know. 10, 5, 1 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's what it is. So, so yeah, that's how he wins. Eric, Eric, the, the first place votes uh, put Eric kind of over the top because he kept it, he kept it close enough on the other tiers that, you know, that kind of carried him over the finish line. So my question is, was there a childlike outburst after this person lost? Where yes, got, I'm doing like, it now. Are you not paying attention? Oh no, I'm. I was. <laughs> so that, that's I, my role on internals. I'm the childlike outburst. It, it also of justice. It also states right here that the voting um, voting will be open until blah blah blah. Tie breaking will be at the discretion of the prior branch RMs. Oh, interesting. So I got the inside scoop on this. Uh, I Eric re- had reached out to me, which on the flip side of that, this just further solidifies that it wasn't the name Eric that PSP internals had a problem with, like we all assumed. It was specifically me. It was specifically me yeah, they had a problem the, with. It was the Johnson. Yeah. Nobody likes Johnson. the Johnson. No. Uh, so Eric had reached out to me and and had let me know, and I had been holding on to this all week because I, I we don't we try not to share too much with each other. Let me let me stop the sharing. We, we've already gone through all this. We, we try not to uh, share too much with each other during the week because it's show content. So if it's if it really doesn't impact something, we we try to hold on to it. And this is one of the things that I had really wanted to talk to the guy is about because you know history and uh but eric shares this with me and i i come over here i'm like that's weird i thought i thought eric was so far behind and i come and i look i'm like does eric know that he didn't have enough votes <laughs> and, and, then, and then i started thinking i'm like oh oh somebody dropped out somebody realized yeah. that they didn't they didn't have so the you, time you did share with me a little bit but you never gave me the the scoop on what you found out. Oh, right. Oh, right. I did share that part with you. Yeah. 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 So, so I, I'm like, Oh, somebody had dropped out and, uh, and I had reached out to another friend and had asked about it. And they were like, no, 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 nobody dropped out. It's a tiered voting system. And I'm like, Oh, is that why I lost that? And the fact that nobody voted for me, are probably the <laughs> two reasons I lost, but, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a tiered voting system. Um, so yeah, I, I'm, and and all kidding aside, super happy for Eric Mann. Like I said, he is a contributor to PSP Architect. 
Uh, so I'm re- very proud of the fact that uh, he will be a release manager. Uh, it's going to be I, a very interesting release manager, if you think about it, John. Because why, why will why will this be a very interesting release manager, John? Because it's going to make for a lot of great content for the magazine. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but Eric is also our security person. He's all about security. So the first time something gets released and there's a security vulnerability, we're going to roast the hell out of them. It's <laughs> not that... He actually has any control over that. All they do is control the release pipeline. They don't actually do the code and read the code and all that. But we'll just Wait. we'll just skip we'll skip all that. We'll we'll continue to blame Eric Mann for all security vulnerabilities in eight point three. There you go. Actually, if you remember when there was a security issue where the bad commit got entered or got committed, he was part of the the roundtable that we had where we got to talk about that yep. and he brought Absolutely. us a lot of great points. One of our better uh, rated shows, or better performing shows that we've done. Was that an ugly one? Oh, yeah, you're right. That was, was that I ugly? Think we, I think we did, we, we may have cross-posted that on Ugly, PHP Arch, and on Roundtable. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right, yeah. Because it was that big. It was a big deal. It was a and big was, deal. And it was a great conversation. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you haven't seen that one, go watch it. Very much. Very much so. So that was my big. Um, that's all I have. You guys got to carry the rest of the show. Well, let's let's talk about our second sponsor, PHP Storm, <laughs> brought to you by JetBrains. Uh, we've said it for years. PHP Storm is a professional IDE. If you are making money in the uh, PHP ecosystem using the PHP language, PHP Storm is the de facto standard for IDEs. But that's true of a bunch of other languages, too, including Python and uh, Ruby. They have a Ruby one, too, right? Yes, they do, John. They, they have a bunch of IDEs that are great for developers. Uh, they have Basically, if it's a language worth writing in, they, they have an IDE for it. They, is Scala, Scala really worth writing in? I don't know. Uh, data I, I'm trying to start. I'm trying to start some drama favorites. for the show. That's how we get <laughs> viewers. Um, but no, seriously, JetBrains is amazing. The product's amazing. I've been using it for a long time. Uh, when I was before I started using an IDE, I had trouble using any IDE, and JetBrains made it super easy with their Vim plugin, and I've not looked back. If you get paid to program in PHP, there are two things you should pay for. JetBrains PHP Storm, and what else, John? PHP Architect. That's right, you dumbass. (laughs) Seriously? That's what you need to do during an ad read? Um, Someone pointed out, while DataGrip is a separate product on uh, JetBrains, and it is a great uh, database product, application to to uh, manage your mysql databases it is also available and included in php storm so you don't necessarily need to buy two separate products so i had a question about that and uh-huh. if you don't know john maybe maybe our discord knows at discord.phpugly.com you too can be part of the live show uh the the data grip I don't know if you call it data grip in php storm or just call it the database stuff in the php storm 
Does it have all the same features mm-hmm. as Data Grip? Yep. Oh, it's not missing anything? Not that I know of. I, hmm. I mean, I've used both. I prefer having it separate because I have a lot of databases to manage. Mm-hmm. And while you can do it in PHP Storm, I just I don't. Uh, mm-hmm. I forget, was it Awoods in Discord that told us about it? Somebody said they have a whole PHP Storm project devoted to using s- it as data grip. I want to say it was Dimitri, but I, Dimitri. I might be wrong on that. I'm sorry, whoever it was, and I, if I, if I forgot your name. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, I I don't know of any feature that's in data grip, data grip that is not available through the database layer in PHP Storm. Gotcha. gotcha. Have you guys used the uh, pre-compiled indexes yet? Not that I know of. I, I don't know. It's a little little dialogue pops up. If you've got the newest version, just reads through your uh, composer file and pulls the indexes automatically. It works yes. totally how, how does the composer file know what your indexes are? The composer lock has the specific hash, and each specific hash for a third-party package is pre-indexed for PHP Storm. Oh, so oh you're not to... talking about data grip. Okay. No. All right. Sorry. So it uh, so the process of spinning up PHP Storm now doesn't have to re-index everything in your vendor directory. It just knows that that's been indexed and gets it from uh, external <coughs> source. Mm-hmm. So it works Save really well. Nice. So thank you, JetBrains. We appreciate you as a sponsor. We do. Thank you very much, JetBrains. Yeah. Uh, you know, I... I have to say, I think PHP is, we've been saying PHP has been making a resurgence for a while, but I think the rest of the world is starting to take notice because I have been seeing so many hate videos on PHP lately that it's nauseating. And all of a sudden people want to hate PHP again. I saw another one today that was ranking different tiers of languages. It had God tier uh, met tier, whatever, all the way down to trash tier. Then under trash tier, they had PHP tier. What an asshole. What? A complete asshole. But that means that people are taking notice of the language again. And it's it, it's relevant. It's a relevant language. It runs the Haters internet. Hate. I mean, they can seriously. <laughs> if you If you think hack is a great language, but PHP isn't, then you don't understand the history of how we got to hack and why mm-hmm. we skipped it when we went to PHP 7. Well, that, that reminds me. I got, I got a special treat coming to you guys in Discord. Uh, if you're listening to the audio podcast, meh, sorry, you should be watching live. Let me find, <laughs> let me find that. You guys keep talking. It's, it's All right. While, while you're looking for that, uh, for PHP Tech, we've been you know talking sponsors you know sponsors of our show here are important so again thank you honey badger and jet brains but uh sponsors of the conference are important as well and we signed a new one i mean they've been on our list for a while but foam burner has be- officially become a sponsor of php Ooh. tech and we're in talks with a couple more but it's a little too close to the conference like one of them is in Poland and they really want to sponsor, but they may not be able to make it. So we're still trying to work out something. It's, I was shocked that, you know, less than four weeks out and we still have people 
wanting to talk to us about it. I'm like, yeah. we need to know now because we are running out of time. We are sending stuff to print as we speak. Yeah, do they not know the lanyards are all out there? That's the that's the big thing is is we're we're literally getting ready to print the banners with the sponsor logos on them, and it's uh, yeah, it's we're down to the wire, literally down to the wire. It's, it's we can't wait any longer. Do do we want to share about our the little game? Or should that be a surprise when people get the tech? Uh, I mean, we'll, we'll, I, I feel like it should be a surprise, but it yeah, might we'll, be worth sharing so that people walk into it like knowing what the objective is. Uh, how about we just tease it instead of giving it full blown? Every year, the whole point, you know, you want people to do certain things at a conference, and one of those is visit your sponsors. Sponsors are there to you know, to interact with you. It's not to sell you. They're not, they're not going to say, Hey, give me your credit card right now. It's, they want to show off what they're building, what they're doing. And I think that's going into a vendor area can be very intimidating, but they're usually super friendly. All they want to do is talk tech, like what's going on. And because they're at a pH, they often have stickers, shirts, other swag they want to give you. And they want to just tell you about the product. And sometimes they actually want to hear what you're doing. And people in that space, people that run booths are amazing at what they do, like building that relationship, which is so important. So anyway, we have a little thing where, you know, you go to the sponsor, you get something and then you get entered in the raffle. I mean, PHP tech's been doing that for years. It's not new, but I think it'll be fun. It's an elephant, isn't it? What's an elephant? One of the raffle prizes. Oh, probably. <laughs> a real <laughs> full-sized elephant. A real oh, full-sized really? elephant? Yeah. Because painted, everyone that's attending orange. is because everyone that's attending is getting an elephant. I shall name him Stampy. <laughs> Tom, do you have your hotel room? I forget. I do. I got my hotel room. Nice uh, oh, two yeah, I say, hope so. Two double beds. So I'm just going to oh, yeah, I remember that squeeze them together and lie across them. Would you like a king bed? <laughs> I may have a room with a king king bed. If you, if you want to swap it around. Let's see what we can do. Right. I have oh. a king. Oh, if anybody's interested, I have had a request to share my PHP Storm Vim binding setup. And I think I'm going to try to do that this weekend. Um, something that has inspired me to do that a little bit, thanks to our listeners in Discord. There, there's been a couple listeners in Discord who have been encouraging me to take a look at um, Obsidian. I think A, a. Woods is one. Um, I forget who else. I, me, I, I'm sorry. Me, like frequently. <clears throat> oh, do you use Obsidian? Yes. <laughs> really? Yeah. What is Obsidian? Maybe we're using different Obsidians. Uh, Obsidian is a markdown editor and vault for oh, various different markdown systems. Um, so one, I, of the, one of the interesting things I saw was somebody that used Obsidian and exported to GitHub. And so GitHub would basically host a web page for them that was sort of self-versioning. 
Because mm. anything that's .md, GitHub will parse and render. So mm. you can do some cool stuff uh, writing with Obsidian and then hosting it on GitHub. Right. I wasn't looking for another like note-taking app. My my Markdown kind of editor of choice recently has been Notion. Uh, mm. I've explained this story several times. Uh, I'm a long-time Evernote user. Try to switch over. But we use Notion. I use Notion every day for multiple things, but not for note-taking, really. Um, so people kept telling me, hey, you should need to look at this Obsidian, look at Obsidian. So I, I fired it up, and right off the bat, I kind of there was something I enjoyed about it, which was it has Vim built into it, Vim emulation built into it. Not only does it have Vim emulation built into it, but you have to answer a question before it would allow you to enable it, which I thought was cute. Was it just how do you quit? Yeah, yeah. So it took me a while to figure that out, but I got there. I got there. <laughs> um, it's a little you read Grumpy's article? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I read Grumpy's article, exactly. So the, 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 the Vim emulator is, all right, it's definitely not as good as PHP Storm, but it does have all the basic movements and, and functionality in it. The thing it does have that I learned, the biggest issue I have with Vim emulators, and this is on me, I understand it's totally my fault, is I don't use the, there, there are multiple modes of Vim. There's normal and insert. Those are the two big ones. Normal and insert. The other one's heck visual. But normal and insert are like the two big ones. And to get out of insert mode and back into normal mode, you have to hit the escape key. I, for a very long time now, have mapped my JK co combination to translate to escape. That's how I have all my Vim setups in normal Vim world, including NeoVim. PHP Storm has the Vim emulator, which is not, I don't think is from PHP Storm. I think this is just another person or project. In, yeah, yeah plug-in. That Vim emulator allow, uh, mimics the VimRC file. So in Vim, you can you can set all your customization in what's called a VimRC file. In in NeoVim, it's it's now called uh, something else. It's init, but it's the file path. Don't worry about that. Just VimRC is kind of like what everybody knows. The emulator in PHP Storm has that ability. It's called Idea VimRC, and you can set up a bunch of custom mappings. This is one of the things that people have been asking me about, asking me to share that I'll share. Obsidian has that. So I was able to map my JK to escape. And I almost stopped using Obsidian. Like I, I had stopped using Obsidian once when they first mentioned it because I couldn't I couldn't get myself to stop hitting JK to get to escape mode. It was driving me crazy. And so I tried to use it again. I'm like, let, let me give this another try. And I tried to use it again. And again, I, I'm just I'm just frustrating myself because I keep hitting JK to to get back to normal mode, I, I thought to myself, I'm like, I wonder if they do like, like an idea of MRC. And I looked into it, and they do. So <laughs> I've been using it every day since. I, matter of, not only am I using it every day, I've started doing like the daily journal. So as I'm every morning when I start my work day, I start a new journal in all my meetings and stuff. All the notes will go in, the, kind of go in that journal, and then. I'll start breaking things out 
to other notes, like especially meetings. Like a lot of times, I'll 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 want a meeting to be its own separate note, so I'll just move all the stuff over to to its separate note. But and then whatever's left in my journal is just left in my journal, and then I can always search. Like when did John and I order the shirts? And I can search my journal, and it will it will tell me. Yeah, that I go. I'm gonna have to give not only Obsidian a try, but um, your JK because it's just funny. Just kidding. I want to be out of insert mode. Just kidding. It, it, it's helpful. It, what's weird is with this new with the new keyboard, the escape is under under my pinky, and so mm. it you know it, it doesn't it doesn't really have that same effect. But again, I've been doing it for so long that it's just. It's just have. It's just how I do it. Well, that the the standard escape key is just have it for me because that's as yeah. Honest, unfortunately, it's just right there. Oop. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I keep hitting the uh, the the equals because that's that's where that's what's <laughs> up there. It's like ah, damn it, damn it. <laughs> but what about our third underappreciated, much loved sponsor? We have on the unforgettable, list. forgettable people. Yes, the little people, I, should, I like to call them. That. Oh, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. Yes, our supporters on Patreon. Oh, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, I had the, this idea last night, and then I forgot it. So if, if you listen to the show, or if you saw any of my tweets or anything, I teased a thing that I can't just talk about right now. But I did think about sharing it yeah, what a via tease post. Too. I thought about sharing it on a post to Patreons. Oh, that's a great idea. You should do that. All right. Give them All a right. leg up. I'll I'll do that just because Oh wait, 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 wait. What are we talking about? Yeah, what you what you think I'm talking about. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. T- tech, right? Huh? Tech? No, the other thing that I that I was teasing. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> Nope. I've already put a, I put a limit on the number of surprises this episode. We're not doing another nope. big secret. <laughs> have you have you ordered the signage yet? You haven't. We could get a uh, we could get a PHP ugly Patreon sign put up there, just in a, in a little corner. There is there there's something you're going to like, like Tom. I hope. I can't believe. Wait a minute. It's, I just realized something. I, I, I just realized something. It's April. I didn't put baseball on the uh, Patreon slide. I put rain. April showers. Bring May flowers. I know, but it's also baseball and baseball stuff. Damn it. It's, it has been a weird week for baseball again. I don't, I don't want to get too much into, into the inside baseball talk, but watching a pitcher get thrown out of the game before getting to the mound was pretty fun. Well, it was oh, yeah, the third well, inning, but yeah. What happened? Uh, I missed it. He had sticky substance on his hands and apparently switched gloves and still had a very sticky substance on his it's hands. De- it's deeper than that. So I, I, I had thought that uh, he had gotten tossed before he threw his first pitch and that wasn't the case he oh okay it's he had started the game and had gotten to the third inning uh we're talking about matt um the mets pitcher uh played for the nationals whatever a great pitcher uh he walks out to pitch in the third inning 
and they check him and they're like, you know, this feels sticky. And he's like, well, it's just, it's just rosin. He goes, no, it's too sticky. Change your glove because they felt it on the glove. He goes, change your glove, clean your hands. And he goes into the, into the dugout, changes his glove, cleans his hands, comes back out. Umpire checks him. He's like, all right, you can go back out there. So he goes back out. He pitches the third inning. And after the third inning, he comes in. And they're like, let me feel your hands again. Now, keep in mind, they had felt his hands before he walked onto the field, given him the thumbs up, let him walk onto the field, let him pitch. And then they're checking him as he walks off again. And they're like, no, your hands are too sticky. He's like, this is, this is too sticky. You're out of the game. He's like, wait, what? What are you saying? And you can see him mouthing, it's just rosin. It's rosin. That's all it is, is rosin and sweat. And they're like, nope, you're out of the game. <laughs> it, it, it's it's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, uh, my current wife. I do appreciate it. I mean, the rosin thing is kind of ridiculous anyways. What do you mean? Just that it's still like allowed? Because is, isn't the excuse that it's a leather conditioner and that... No, I mean, not no, rosin. Rosin. It, it dries Rosin's your hands from sweat. Yeah, uh. it's a grip thing. Uh, rock climbers use it. It's it's a it's a very common thing. But apparently, enough sweat mixed with rosin tends to get a little sticky. And what's been happening? Uh, you saw this in the Yankees game as well. Now I'm not gonna I'm not going to point out the fact that we're talking about two New York teams because I don't want to imply that New Yorkers are cheaters. But there were two New York teams and they cheated. Uh, the other, the other, another Yankees team, the pitcher got tossed for a similar thing, which was they were, and I guess this has become common in baseball. Now pitchers have been using the rosin while they're on the bench. So they don't, they don't reach for the rosin out of the field. They get, they get a bunch of rosin on their hand. And then as the sweat builds up, it gets a little stickier. Uh, this is something people are doing, and this is what the guy for the Yankees did, and this is what Matt saying he was doing, and yeah, I don't know. It's it's a it's a crazy crazy thing. It's a crazy time to be playing baseball. I can tell you that right now. It's been been some uh, interesting right. turns of I, games. I, I'm going to keep the baseball talk going because I'm curious your take on this. Saw a video that I, that I believe is old, but. Somebody that could pitch right-handed 85 miles an hour and pitch left-handed 83 miles an hour. Not only could he, he had, do that, he caused a rule change. Right. That's in what baseball. I'm bringing up. That's what I'm bringing up. So he he gets up, he pitches, and then in his first game, at some point, he faced a switch hitter, and there's an advantage there, one way or the other. And they he would switch to right-handed and then the batter would switch. I forget which is which, but he would, you know, switch to his thing, left-handed batting. And then he would, then the pitcher switched and the batter switched and they were just going back and forth. And the umpire said, batter, you have to bat right-handed this bat. Then the rules got changed. It says pitcher has to declare what hand they're pitching with prior to the batter. And they have to pitch that way for the entire at bat. My question the entire at bat or the entire inning at bat. Okay, they can switch between hitters, but not, uh, not afterwards. Um, my question is, most sports 
the defense can set up based on what happens on the offense. In football, you see what where the offense is lined up. You can change your lineup based on what they're doing. And aren't you, yeah. as a pitcher, you're on defense? Yeah, okay. well, I, I actually got, have the understand. answer for this. Okay, I, I'm interested to hear this. And uh, Eric's not going to like it, but a lot of the rules that are in place in baseball are because the game is boring. So, Shut like, the fuck up. <laughs> That's not even close. So, so if you understand the physics of baseball, the pitcher is actually at an advantage because hitting a moving baseball is one of the hardest things to do in sports across the board. You understand mm. the batter has less than a second to make a determination of the spin of the baseball, the speed of the baseball, and where it's going to end. So it's always perceived that the pitcher has the advantage. That's that's why you can be hitting 300, which means you're hitting you get three hits in every ten at bats, and you're a good ball player. That's mm-hmm. the only sport where you can you can hit less than you know what would be considered good, and you're good. Mm-hmm. And to answer your your other or to, to kind of clarify your other thing is, a left-handed hitter has the advantage on, on a right-handed pitcher, and a right-handed hitter has the advantage on a left-handed pitcher. And the reason being is if it's a right-handed batter. In a right-handed pitcher, the pitcher can hide that ball from the batter until the very last second. Whereas if it's a left-handed batter and a right-handed pitcher, the pitcher has to come across his body with the ball. So that left-handed batter gets an extra fraction of a second to see the ball. Mm-hmm. This is baseball tonight. Yep. Well, yeah, so I understood the, the advantage part of it. That's basically I just, what I said. Is I just that- didn't understand the the defense usually gets to line up based on the offense in most sports. Yeah. And it's called ambidectrous. 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 I I did see uh, there was ambidectrous quarterback once, which was amazing to watch. I I don't usually point it out, but you murdered that word. (laughs) Ambidectrous. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So that that's always me, but that that was the first, and he did make it to the 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 incident you're talking about. John happened in the minor leagues, and he did make it to the major oh, really? leagues. I I don't know if he's still playing. I I don't know if he's still playing or not, but he did but make it there. He had a six fingered glove, so he could switch hands. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. that's so what they should. That's what that's what a, that's what a team's team should have outlawed. They should have said, "Hey, you can't have a six fingered glove." So you have to pick up whatever glove you want to pitch with that inning and go out there and pitch with it. But he can still switch between batters. Yeah. Now, I think to be fair, hitting a celebrity golfer is the hardest achievement in sports. Not hitting a baseball, but they don't let you get near those guys. What are you talking about? A particular <laughs> incident? <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, Bob Barker versus Happy Gilmore. Oh, okay. Uh, what about the what about the tendon shortening thing that the pitchers are doing now? Like in high school, like because yeah, I know there are pitchers that like they're getting for a while. But how is that not uh, uh, ruled out of the game? Like you can have surgery so that your What's... your arm can just snap forward because yeah, you... you got the tendon shortened. Yeah, I mean That's... it's still your body. I mean, people people get knee surgery. They get Achilles surgery. They get. I mean, they get they get 
a lot of things to fix stuff, and that's just one of the things they fix. Hmm. All right. Don't talk about baseball. That was fun. I enjoyed it. This was pro- pro- this might be one of my favorite shows. I got to stir up some drama with PHP Internals <laughs> and talk baseball. I don't I, know where to go from here. I have a, a subreddit that I shared uh, that I just I can't get over. I, I keep coming back to it. The Mid Journey subreddit. Have you guys looked at this at all? No desire. What is the Mid Journey subreddit? It's so Mid Journey is is when that that first wave of AI generated pictures came out where people just couldn't believe it. Mid Journey is that program, and people have been spending time refining it, getting much much better at it, giving it custom data sets, and it is just stunning. I want to I want to pose a philosophical question to you guys. I know we're running low, John. I know you're looking to get off. You're you're, you're already doing the, like the, the the swing thing, like you want to leave. I, I get it, but I want I want to I want to hit I want to hit you two up with a philosophical question. I think it's philosophical. I don't really know what that word means, so I'm just putting it out there. How trippy would it be? There's all this talk about Chat GPT and how it's become. You know, one day. It could possibly come self-aware and blah, 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 blah. And a lot of people are like, no, that can't happen. The AI can't, like, dream things and think of things and all this other stuff. And there's people on both sides of the fence on this, and I totally understand that. But how trippy would it be to find out the not only the human race, but all species races? There's There's... The creationism and the, there's the evolutionists and all this other stuff. How trippy would it be to find out that we were some other species chat GBT? Like, so, like this other species said, hey, look, I created a single cell organism that knows how to evolve. And, like, well, theoretically, it could evolve and take over the world and, and, and kill us all or, or make us rats or something. No, it's a single-cell organism. you got to look at it through a microscope. It's never going to learn to evolve that much. How trippy would that be? Welcome, 420. That's, that's the I whole, have nothing smoke. That's the whole idea. People ask me, like, why am I, why am I a predeterminist? And, like, that's the exact reason why. Because, like, you, it's gonna think be like small. We're going to find out mice used to run the planet and they created a single cell organism and we ended up evolving and killing every, everything. Well, if you're in New York, you might still think that rats run the planet. You're muted so again. Check out, check out mid journey. Seriously. There's some, there's some crazy stuff on there with custom models. It's just very cool. I will be sure not to do that for next show. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad I won't be the only one. Telling you, I, I need to be like one of those, like that, like the weird alien guy. I got these theories, man. I know how I, things actually happen, I, man. I, I I told you my theory on that year. She's probably been years where I I feel bad for the objects that I write and create because I think they might there might be. For the short time they live, it might be like our entire lifespan. So on the destruct method, I wanted to say you were just a running program. Yeah, I do. <laughs> let them know. Let them know on the way out. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> 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 well, 
we're all just running programs. Uh, all right. I'm, I'm hoping whatever did this when the lights go out just before they go out, they're like, "Yeah, you were just a simulation. You're okay. You were, you were doing, you, and you were written in Vim. You were written you. using Vim. Okay, that's it. Here you are. <laughs> we're wrapping it up. That is episode three hundred and twenty. Uh, what? 332. 332. John, you didn't queue it up. Queue it up. Queue it up, John. Queue it up, John. Yeah, how? I forget how. I got it. 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 332. I'm Eric. I'm John. I'm Tom. Keep it up. Keep it up. One, two, one, two. Uh, coming off the top. Y'all know how we do. Listen, I'ma drop a freestyle you can cherish. I'ma send a shout out to the host named Eric. Yo, he's never on some average shit. You know, Eric, he stays loud and passionate. I'm about to break it down for y'all with the clever song. Yo, shout the host name Thomas, cause he's never wrong. Yo, shout to John. You know that he's smart and quiet, unlike my freestyles, which cause a riot. I'm about to do it like this, cause the people love me shouts out to php the ugly it's called ugly because it's not professional but i'm about to come through and bless it with style so let's do it when i'm spitting i perfume the room yo the segment of the show is called doom and gloom that came from thomas yeah can nobody go beyond this i get the mic and then i'm about to keep it like a promise yeah and y'all know we fill them up with anguish we talking about the php the programming language about to break it down no exaggeration what do y'all do for a living web Applications, okay, I can dig it. My words spray tight. Uh, they getting together on the Thursday nights. Yeah, when it comes to rhyming, you can call me the new dude. I spew true lyrics while y'all broadcast on YouTube. So let's get it. You know my lyrics are major. All up in the comments, they got plenty of haters, but they doing what they doing. Keep it ugly. We ending every show with the saying it's lovely. Let's go. Yeah, come on.